0: Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here in the guest segment of our program. Really glad you could join us. As you know, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. But we need your help in spreading the word. And I'll tell you who's really receptive to what we're putting out now. Liberals. Not the mentally ill ones that roam the streets and burn down your business, but liberals who think that they had a good idea and then they realize they've been forsaken by their own political party, the Democratic Bolsheviks. And I'm telling you, the, the people that are writing to me, I used to be Democrat. I voted Democrat. Don't tell anybody, but I'm not voting Democrat anymore. Uh, pl- so please, take broadcasts like this in our interview we're going to do here in just a moment with Ronnie McMullen. We want to expand our reach. Don't preach to the choir exclusively. Get out and make sure other people hear this for other points of view. And I'm getting a lot of this. I have a lot of people say, hey, hey, sh- sh- Dave, I'm voting for Trump. And why is that? because I have a business I have to make a living I I can't survive under the Democrats and there's a growing awareness among Democrats that that's true and we're going to get into those issues but we're going to do it today with Ronnie McMullen from a spiritual issue you say spiritual yes the forces of spiritual are bigger than the political forces in fact my friend Steve Quayle likes to say there's no political solution to a spiritual problem And we're going to touch on that theme as we go today because we're going to look at where we're at spiritually and I think that'll give us a big insight as to who's going to prevail, the bad guys or we the good guys. Ronnie, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. This is really a unique approach when we're all lobbing bombs at each other literally and figuratively today. I think this is a refreshing approach. Because we're going to look at, at an aspect of this that's going to decide the conflict, but in ways not expected.
1: Dave, thanks for having me on the show. yeah, I think I think we have to look we have to really kind of pay attention right now. This is a real pay attention time. Um, you know it, it, it's interesting a lot of people talk about the moment, but they don't they don't stay in the moment. And when we stay in the moment, we just stop for a second and look. You know, like a lot of people are looking at the election and saying, okay, well, you know, Trump's going to win because blah, 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 blah. And, And I think so too. But are we staying for a second and saying, okay, then what? What happens then? And really, every moment we have is a spiritual moment. These people, I don't even know if they're people, these people that are on the far left are trying to win an election through hatred. And hatred wins and trumps for a while. No pun there. And it, <laughs> it, it, it trumps I got it. For, I got that. <laughs> it trumps for a while, but it it dies because it, it takes more energy to run hatred than it does love. Yes, it does. Love's a free energy. And, and one of the things that I see Trump running on, and... And it's not just from his mouth. You know, you can say, I can say, hey, Dave, I'm a great guy. Did you know how great a guy I am? And and every time I come on your show, I can say, I, I need to remind you how great a guy I am. That really means nothing. It's when you say, you know, he's a good guy. That That's the kicker. So Trump's people say about Trump, this guy loves his country. This he does. This guy loves his people.
0: He does, though. Run-
1: I see it. Oh, but we I see it too. But the kicker is, is when you have his staff and people that barely know him, and they say, you know, and he's like, okay, what can I do for my country today? Let's talk about it. And you say, really? He says things like this, you know. And it could be the best marketing campaign, but I, I, I'm I don't think it's true. I think it's not a marketing campaign. I think it's really the reality. And with that, that means he's loving his country, loving his people that's going to trump their hatred and and everything they've accused him of, they're doing. Yeah, yes, yes. And that's really interesting. You know, well, he's a Russia collusion. Well, that's what Hillary was. So, And, and I don't want to go on because I don't want to take the show down. But long <laughs> and the short of it, you know, we have all this hatred. I can say that. Their hatred for Trump. Pelosi is a prime example. Of the, you know, should we have a House speaker that is so full of hate, does that mean she's going to make the right decisions for the country? Does that mean she's going to make the right decisions for law?
0: You Um, know, aside from her hatred, and I agree with your assessment, the hatred is all-consuming for her, so she's not doing her job.
1: Oh, That's where she's
0: doing damage.
1: Yes, she's totally caught on. And and, and here's where they've put the nation with this hatred. There are people that are not voting for Trump because they don't like Trump, not because they agree with Biden's policies. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, I hate Trump so bad that I'm going to vote against him. Just that's, you know, well, do you do you know what Biden stands for? No, but I'm just going to vote against him. So that's a vote on hate. Where's that going to go? But we have on the other side, you know, Trump's not my favorite guy, but his policies are wow. So and he's done a great job. He said he's done what he said he's going to do. So I'm going to vote for him again or I'm going to vote for him because I didn't vote for him in 16. So really, we're seeing (laughs) we're seeing who's going to Trump here. (laughs) No pun intended. Got it. Who's going to Trump here with hate versus love? And I think love's going to win. The kicker is the second round. So I thought I would talk about us paying attention and us. Awakening because awakening we're always taught and and I live in woo I live real close to Sedona. So you know it's like oh, Hey, there's a bug and the bug turned into a dove. The dove flew over, landed on a rock and turned into a human being. Isn't that lovely? And I'm like, uh yeah. Okay, I gotta go. Um we have these kind of People. I'm not trying to make fun, but oh, well, um, you I'm know. from
0: Arizona and I can confirm what you're saying.
1: Yes, it's crazy. But, but woo or not the energy in Sedona is different than other cities because everybody comes there for healing. They come there for something. They come there for love. They come there for. So there's a different kind of energy. And I'm not saying it's all a perfect energy because it's not necessarily. And I'm not saying it's true, a true energy but is a collective energy. The key for us if we want to grow is to look in the mirror and live in the moment, live in the present. And I think it's interesting. I got a couple of real points that are pretty powerful, I think. But I found this article and I I it caught me so off guard that I just was like, "Oh my gosh, what you know, what is the creator saying?" I mean, that that's I love to be slapped around, you might say, a little bit with stuff that you kind of go, really? It's called, the, uh, it's the title of this article is Awakening is a Destructive Process. Now, if I went into Sedona and say, okay, guys, sit around, listen to me. I just want to let you know that awakening is a destructive process. First of all, half or three quarters of them would stand up and leave. Because they're coming there for everything, awakening is yippee-yay. And this is what it says: it says, enlightenment is a destructive process. It has nothing to do with becoming better or being happier. Enlightenment is the crumbling away of untruth, it's seen through the facade of pretense, it's the complete eradication of everything we imagine to be true now that's powerful and it's totally opposite of what we think and what I'm saying here is if we are aware of what's going on and aware of our surroundings we're going to weather the storm a lot better because I think there's an awakening going on and the star charts if anybody's into astrology it's not going to go well for the earth for the next three or four years so what does that mean even if Trump you know, wins. You know, I think people have this idea: Trump wins, we keep our money, life is good. You know, the economy opens back up, and it's all good. And in short, that's what Trump's saying. And I'm not, I'm not coming against him in any way, shape, or form. But we still have a weathered storm, and there's reasons that I, I can't state on this show because they'll pull it down. So we have to go to something bigger in politics. We have to lean into something much, much, much bigger than the political realm. This article goes on to say, make no bones about it. Awakening is not a walk in the park. It is a ride through hell. It is tearing down all of your cherished beliefs and everything you thought about yourself. And it goes on to say, We get through life with so many false notions of the world, of spirituality, and of ourselves. We build up mass, no pun intended. We build up mass, and we believe the facades. It's all a charade. It's all based upon illusions and deceit. We deceive ourselves at every moment, and the world also deceives us at every moment. We live in perpetual cognitive dissonance, justifying the most absurd things in our minds. We constantly lie to ourselves and we believe it. To awaken to truth that you seek, you must tear down the lies. And this is really a, a time right now that we are living in lies. We are we are lied to by the media. The media says, this is what you're going to listen to. This is the narrative. This is the way it is. And you say, well, wait a second. There's a couple little media outlets over here, then they say something different. Okay, take them down. And I made a comment on my little YouTube channel, and it's, it is, it's very small, uh, called Health Matters Now. And I made a comment, and I talked about, if they're telling you what you can and cannot listen to, then what's the chances of them talking about supplements and dogging supplements to say they don't work And people believe them, just as people say, oh, this is what's going on in the political realm. So you need to believe this, because that's what we're saying is right. When we have people telling us what's right, that's where it gets a little scary. Because we need to lean into the truth. And we need to lean into the real truth, which is awakening, which is we awaken through dark times. We don't awaken through going to Disneyland and find it funny that Disneyland's closed just a little side note there and plummeting as are the, so I want to tell this little story. I I thank Dave for giving me the mic for a second and this one kind of sets it up pretty well too. When it talks about looking at yourself, Uh, I'm right now, my life's kind of upside down. I've got a lot of strange things going on and I think the creator is trying to lean me into looking at myself looking at what I've done and getting things corrected. Now, what does that mean? Am I you know, am I going to have a massive heart attack and die in a week? I, I don't know. Is the world going to come to a screeching halt and an end? I, I, I kind of don't believe in the end of the world stuff. I think the book closes and reopens with a new book. I do believe in that. But I heard this story the other day, and it really... Um, It really set me back. It was like you go, oh my gosh, that's so simple that I missed it. And it's about a little boy. He goes to his grandpa, and he says, Grandpa, Grandpa. He says, I have all these thoughts. I have all these thoughts. There's so many of them, and I don't know what to do with them. The grandpa says, well, you have two wolves inside you. You have a good wolf, and you have a bad wolf. And the good wolf is all about love and compassion and forgiveness. And the bad wolf about, is about everything negative and hatred and anger and rage. And it attracts to you. The bad wolf has this attraction to the negative. The good wolf is the good. And so the, two, the little boy says, you know, wow, that's really cool how do I help the good wolf win? And the grandpa says, the good wolf wins when you feed it. You feed the good wolf or you feed the bad wolf. And if you feed the good wolf, the good wolf wins. And I thought to myself, wow, there's two sides. Our shadow being the dark wolf or the bad wolf and the good wolf. And what are we feeding? And, and I look at even our political system, what are they feeding? They're feeding the black wolf, the, the the bad wolf. And what happens is you feed this bad wolf and it, it brings you ego and power. It does. If you look at the bad side, they, you know, they skip and skirt from questions and, and giggle and laugh. And I I watch all their sidesteps because the bad wolf is pretty slick but the good wolf doesn't put up with that if you feed the bad wolf I believe dissecting this story a little more I believe that the, the good wolf leaves you and you could take that to a scripture of the Holy Spirit and so on and so forth so I think when you feed the bad wolf and you're feeding the bad wolf raw meat you the good wolf leaves but if you say, you know what, I've been feeding the bad wolf, and you recognize it, you become the moment into the present, and you say, I, I've been feeding the bad wolf, I'm, I'm seeing my mistakes, I'm seeing what I've done, I'm seeing that I'm hurting people. And if you say, hey, you know, I don't want to feed the bad wolf anymore. Well, the bad wolf is entitled to, to bite you. But the good wolf comes back and protects you. And the bad wolf is out for your destruction. The bad wolf will lead you away and get you lost. And the good wolf will lead you to the place you need to be. So how many of us are feeding the bad wolf? And we don't get me wrong. In our lifetime, we've all fed the bad wolf at a time or two. But some of us, even with addictions or with every, things that are going on in our life, are we constantly feeding the bad wolf to where we have zero protection? And this is something that I'm even looking at political parties. If the hatred is so bad, they're feeding the bad wolf so much, they're lost. And you could say some of the political parties are lost. And that bad wolf is going to bite them. They're they're not going to make it. And I don't mean in death necessarily, but their position is not going to make it. The good wolf always guides us and brings us back to where we need to be. The kicker is how much food are you feeding the bad wolf? Are you pulling out? I mean, it is expected uh, balance point to feed the bad wolf once in a while, but we have to realize it and say, "Holy cow, that is not a good thing," you know. And and if that feeding the bad wolf always has repercussions of hurting other people as well, so do we go and say, "Holy cow, I'm not feeding the bad wolf, and I'm going to clean up this mess that he made because he made a big mess as I fed him." and I need to help the people around me that I've hurt and the good wolf will lead us through and the good wolf will cleanse our wounds. Now here's what's interesting is is when we do the wrong thing for a lot of times it actually comes upon our body and it changes our body physical so we go from a a spiritual mental state to a physical state and that physical state starts showing up in your body Whether it be heart attack or high blood pressure or diabetes or, you know, they're they're actually, I don't want to call them gurus, but more of a spiritual doctors that talk about how there is a connection with the spiritual and the mental and the physical and how they come together. And what havoc, basically putting it in easy terms, feeding the bad wolf, what havoc it will wreak on your physical body. So I look at, you know, and we could look at the, the our, you know, president that's trying to run for president, He's not president, Biden, and I, I am not laughing at him. I'm not making jokes at his, oh, I'm running for the Senate. I, I, I'm not making any of that. You know why? The man is sick. Yeah, he's hurting. The man's got a problem physically. And that's not funny. No, and, and I don't. Being, I don't
0: wish that on anybody either. And I, I know you don't either. No. Because you reap used. what you sow. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, but going back to it, he's lived a life that's not necessarily a good one. I mean, he might have money, but people find out that when they have a lot of money, it's not what they thought it was going to be. It's like when you die. You know, we go, oh, we're going to heaven. It's going to have pearly gates and it's going to have gold streets and no. It's not what you think. It's actually better than what you think. So, in this time that we're sitting here with everything going on and it's wrenching our guts because, yeah, and a lot of people right now are going, well, not right now because it looks like, you know, Trump's going to win and blah, blah, blah. And Amy Comey Barrett just got, you know, put into position and so everything's going our way. It is. It's true. That's good. Maybe we can get some of us get rid of that gut ache. Maybe we can some of us and get that chemistry that balance in our in our chemistry and change it back so that we're not in fight or flight all the time. But I'm telling you, there's something around the corner that's not so good. And with that, we need to be in the moment. We need to be spiritually ready for that and realize this is the kicker. Realize the bad wolf's gonna make his play. He's gonna say, you know, you've been you've been fed you've been feeding me a long time and I like my meat. Don't think you're not gonna feed me anymore. He's gonna make his play to bite you. But if we lean into the good wolf, the white wolf, however analogy you want to use, we're going to be okay. Point. This next mountain that comes in front of us, I mean Trump's Trump's gonna climb it with us. And, and maybe I'm wrong and he won't win That it is what it is but point being is this president that we have now would climb the hill with us where the other side I'm not sure I'm pretty sure but I don't think they're going to climb first of all he can't because he's sick it's literally physically impossible so I really think Dave, we need to stay in the moment, and we need to prepare spiritually for the next dark phase, because the dark phase is going to help cleanse us of all of this hatred that's going on in the world that is actually being put out as energy. And a lot of us are are a lot of us are grumpy. I mean, when you hang out with a bunch of grumpy people, you become grumpy. When you hang out with a bunch of people that are you know, leaning into the light, it's good.
0: Well, the only thing I can say to what you're saying is you have an awareness of this that most people are not focused on. You're on a higher plane, and people are on a much lower plane right now. So what wins out when the higher plane conflicts with the lower plane?
1: Hmm. Exactly. It, it's interesting because I, I read something the other day that kind of was like, holy cow. And I'll just share it. It's a one liner. And it says, he said, Your pain encloses your understanding. And I was like, Huh? <laughs> I, had to, I had to read it again. It's like, Your pain encloses your understanding. And think about that That can go into a spiritual mental state And that can also go to a physical state How many times are we so In pain That we? it's all, it's all about us We don't see anything So Think about our nation Our nation is in so much pain We have the COVID Crud We have uh, an economy People have lost their jobs You know I forgot, I think it's like, I don't want to get the number right or wrong here, but I think it's like 3 million or more people are delinquent on their house payment. Mm -hmm. Another 3 to 5 million people delinquent on their rent. And you can't keep printing money and give money away. I know there's another stimulus package, but we're paying for that stimulus package. Or I should say that the fake paper is paying for that stimulus package, and it's going to bite us in the butt. It's still a part, and, and, you know, and people can say, oh, so you don't want us to step stimulus. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you fake a bill, it's, it's kind of like paying your, your water bill with a bounce check. I mean, it does get the job done for right now, but you got maybe a week or two, and you're going to be in deeper water. So I think the stimulus checks... Are really a bounce check, and it's a matter of time when they keep printing this money, and they keep paying these stimuluses with, you know, our taxes. This is one thing about Biden. He's like, I'm going to raise taxes on my watch, because <laughs> he no, knows
0: he's denying that now. It's only four hundred thousand and above, but I've done the analysis. It's going to affect about eighty five percent of America.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and in Biden, I, you know, because of his sickness, he won't be in office. If he is elected, he won't be in office very long. And that's, that's where we have the three, the three wives, and that's going to be a brutal, brutal run. You've got uh, Camilla Harris is going to be in that position. You've got uh, backing her up will be Nancy Pelosi, and then Hillary's going to jump into the bowl as well. And you know what? They're all black wolves. They're all bad wolves, and they'll eat each other. So it will be a tough time for America. Hopefully we don't go in those dark times That on that side. I think the, the dark times that we're going to go through will be very cleansing for the United States and for us personally. But I don't think the United States is prepared. If Trump wins, they're not prepared. Their, their minds are set that, okay, it's all going to be good reset oh we're good and i think it's going to be far from that the only good news i would say is whatever we go through if trump is elected he will go through it with us i don't think he's going to abandon us like maybe the other side i don't think abandon
0: i look at it more like they're what they're going to do to us and I mean, I mean, they're going to impose their will on us. Trump is going to be trying to lift all boats, so to speak. Yes. I think there's a big difference between the approach. I agree. I hear what you're saying. Tr- Trump is going to be in this with us, and I agree with that. But I don't think the other side is going to be passive observers to a negative fate. I think they're going to be actively contributing to that, either knowingly
1: or unknowingly. Well, the one thing that I I have found interesting is the vaccines, you know, the vaccines are coming and both sides have made the vaccine, you know, the knight in shining armor. Right. Are they going to mandate that that is going to happen to everyone and they're going to make people have it on the Trump side? No one's asking that question. No, Trump has said no. Well, he says if you basically, you know, you get the vaccine based on your desire— then, you know, that that is people want a vaccine. That's fine. They get the vaccine. I personally don't want one. But uh, if they want one, they think, you know, look at the, the mask deal. I'm not going to go into great detail there, but, you know, you is it mandated or is it something that you want to, you know, a lot of people believe in the mask, that it's going to do great things. And that's fine. But they shouldn't mandate. They shouldn't say you have to. So especially with the science being what it is. So I think we're just in a place where (sighs) I'm not sure if the awareness and the awakening of the people are understanding what we're about to head into because – and I would say more, but I can't because I I know we're on that
0: mode. I I hear you, but I do think there's a difference between – who wants the vaccine and who don't there's division in the population there's division in the political arena Um, but i think it's safe to say that big pharma will have their way in other words they stand to make enormous profits there's no denying that there's no conspiracy someone's going to make money and they're not going to spend all this resource and not use their political capital to make it mandatory yeah. that's just common sense i mean this is the way economics
1: works i saw one of the rallies that uh, trump did and he really slammed big pharma so i thought that was interesting too did you see one of the i forgot what uh, yeah rally i it was. have
0: i have and i'm not sure what to make of it i'll be honest with you you think it's a ploy
1: or do you think I, I don't it's don't know the real
0: deal good question i really don't know um big pharma is working against the interests of opening up the economy and getting it back to normal in the uh, deference to eliminating the germ theory approach of complete eradication of a virus. And I wanna say this, I, I, I used to teach medical modeling when I taught research and statistics to undergraduates and we used that as our model because medical used to be really good. And I have never come across anything that said you can totally eradicate a virus. In fact, here's another discussion we're not even hearing, um, that asymptomatic people won't spread, in other words, you're immune. They're not talking about the immune people. And like Kaylee McEnany, the White House press secretary, she described herself on an interview on Fox as asymptomatic. Why aren't they taking her blood and figuring out how to turn that into a treatment?
1: Yeah, and the same thing with Trump. I mean, you know, the guy's 70-something years old, and he's r- r- walking around like a 50-year-old. And then you have to ask yourself how much of that is due to
0: um, unpopularized therapeutics that the public that can't get their hands on.
1: Well, I mean, you know, high levels of of uh, people and, you know, in the political realm – always have a different treatment and a different hospitalization than us normal people um, whole different ball game you know, yeah when, the, right. when Trump says he's got the best doctors he's not lying no he's right and
0: so does Congress and and it's they have they can spend money like a drunken sailor and the average person would be bankrupt in two seconds if we did what Congress got to do with health care
1: well I, I don't you know there's not a congressman or a senator that's ever seen an urgent care.
0: Or a minute clinic,
1: yeah no, <laughs> no, they make a phone call, everybody's you know somebody's flown in to to take care of them, or they're flown somewhere to, to get taken care of. so it's a very interesting system that and this is why when they talk about healthcare they don't know what they're talking about because they're not the normal Joe, you know, I remember a movie a long time ago about called Brewbaker, where a guy went in as a prisoner to see how they were they were treating the prisoners and and he was actually the new warden and he wanted to make everything better and the whole system was like oh we, we don't want to do that you you know you're upsetting the apple cart we don't like this and i think it's kind of the same thing with our healthcare system it's like you know all the elites have a whole different ball game or all the congress senators house representatives so on and so forth they have this whole different ball game anybody on staff will take care of you but It's not the normal hospital, it's not the normal care system, and it's probably not the normal uh, therapeutics or drugs. I
0: witnessed a man one time, Ronnie, he was at a McCain rally in the back of the room. He had to be 70, 75 age range. And he said, I want to know something, Senator. You work for me. I am your boss. How is it that you have better health care? than I do they threw him out I bet you they did oh and then people started shouting including yours truly answer the question don't be a fascist get your hands off that man and in fact a bunch of us followed out the security team this is our exit too we followed the security team out into the foyer and we said there's gonna be a physical confrontation here if you don't take your hands off that elderly man right now and they did they backed off and we all left but that told me everything I needed to know about McCain. But the reality is true. The pharmaceuticals keep, uh, they get to run the show they way, the way they want because the elected representatives get special privilege that we do not. Yeah. Rules yeah. for thee, but not for me.
1: And this is the thing is when we, again, here we go. So, again, how much power is in the placebo? A lot
0: is <laughs> someone who's taught research
1: all those years. Yeah, a lot.
0: Good question. I mean, so
1: much that the, the the fact that pharmaceuticals can't beat it and they've got to alter their papers. So that tells you. And and really, if you look at a placebo, even in you know double blind, single blind, it 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 works and it's powerful. And you look at what they're trying to beat. We use this fancy word called placebo, but what they're really trying to beat. Is the power of the mind so this goes to you know my wife always talks about you know I'm not gonna be sick I'm not gonna be sick I'm not gonna be sick she'll get a little bit of a sore throat I'm not gonna be sick and it goes away yeah I mean
0: yeah Ronnie let me explain something to you someone who's experienced in teaching about this how they cheat Uh, and I don't know that they fabricate numbers although I've heard the accusations but let me tell you what I have seen that I can verify When you break down their data analysis, they will actually measure people for placebo response. The high placebo response people, largely right-brained, intuitive, and so forth, they will put into the experimental group. So they'll have a higher response rate to whatever treatment comes in. They put the lower response people in the control group. Uh, So you'll have a huge difference between experimental and control that you wouldn't ordinarily have as if you were to randomly assign high placebo, you know, one to the other group, one to the next, one to the other, one to the next. That's how they cheat. So, in other words, the guy that says, oh,
1: this isn't going to work, that's the guy. He, goes, he goes in the
0: control group where they get the placebo pill, but they don't react to it like a normal placebo, high placebo person would. Right,
1: because his mind is not engaged. Exactly. Well, yeah, they're they're closed-minded.
0: Um, generally, have, we think placebo is worth, yeah, 3 to 4%. Uh, But the way the big pharma does the research now, the placebo response because of how they front load things is probably about 12 to 15 percent now.
1: Well, and I see people even in my company and they'll be like, oh, you know, I want to get something for X, Y, Z. And we can't do that. But, you know, we can kind of say, well, you know, here's this and it kind of does this. And and they'll go, "Okay, does it work? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because, you know, i bought 20 items before you at a different place, and none of them worked. And I'm thinking, you know, herbs herbs are a part of the creator. Herbs worked, And before Rockefeller, the pharmaceutical company was all about herbs. That's what they were. It was a huge, you know, herb center. And as soon as Rockefeller came in with all those petroleum products and they put petroleum in all of the uh, the drugs... Um, they got rid of the herbs and the books and everything else and switched everything over and this is why people got sick with some of the so-called cures because they're not they're not cures now. The body heals itself. It's not the herbs just help it, you know. And what happens is a lot of times the pharmaceuticals help it a little bit, but they also the way that they're built and everything else they cause something else to go wrong. So you kind of, you don't fix this, you just kind of band-aid one issue, and you start another issue, which means you need more drugs. And then that issue, you band-aid to start another issue. And this is why a lot of people, I mean, there's some elderly people that are on 15, 20 pills a day. It's ludicrous. And they I'm surprised they're still alive.
0: Well, I think we could venture to say that that describes more people than not that are elderly under mainstream medicine care.
1: Yeah, and so what's going to happen if if you know the healthcare system implodes, and it's going to. It's not because of Trump, it's because of the system's broken. So Trump's got to work on a healthcare system. I mean, that's something that's got to be immediate. Um, but but he's also sidelined with Corona, so he. I would not want to be Trump. You know, for all the tea in China. Nope. And they have a lot of tea.
0: <clears throat> Some of it spiked. Anyway, um, I, I, I think what everything you're saying here is is uh, points to the, well, how do we say this? Points to the fact that there is no spiritual solution to a physical problem at this level. So if we were to take this and make it prescriptive, attitudinally prescriptive, what would
1: that look like? We would want to change our thought process. If we were going to use herbs for, we would say, hey, this is going to work. Um, With um, the issues going on at hand, we have to realize that something's wrong in the world right now, and it's not the Democrats' it's not communism, it's not this, it's it's internal. It is actually spiritual. For whatever reason, the dark forces are wanting people to be eliminated. Which makes no sense to me because when we die, it's better on the other side anyway, so I'm not sure what that all means, but um, maybe, you know, I, I, the dark is very blinding. You, you do really crazy things when you're in the dark, so... Um, maybe there's something there on that, but I think the prescription is getting our minds into the moment and paying attention, paying very close attention and becoming getting into the balance. You know, it's like people have weight problems and they go, man, I just, just don't get it. You know, but if you pay attention and you say, well, how many chips did you have today? Well, I had a half a bag. How many snacks did you have today? And not snacks like you're not going to go chomp on a piece of kale. You're going to have, you know, Twinkies, or you're going to have a cookie, or you're going to have, you know, whatever. Um, How many of those did you have? Well, two or three, nothing major. How many meals did you have today? Well, I was hungry this morning, then I had my snacks, and then I had lunch, and then I had my snacks, and then I had dinner, and then I had my dessert, and then some more snacks before I went to bed. You wonder why you have a weight problem. It's because you're not awakened to your body, and I'm not scolding here. I'm just saying, uh, this was me for my almost my whole life. You know, I used to drink a soda a day, sometimes two and three. You can't do that and not get diabetes. You know, uh, corn syrup is just doesn't fly. And when you look at the carbs in a Coca-Cola, and it's in the you know high 30s or the early 40s. And you look at the sugars, and it's in the high 30s of the early 40s, and you drink one or two of those a day, you're done. Oh, I'll switch to Diet Coke, which has rat poison in it. So, you know, um, some of the sweeteners, the artificial sweeteners they have, is just is just like really bad for your body. So we have to awaken, you know. And uh, the body does heal itself, and I, I find it funny because I started, you know, this new diet. And it's not really a diet. I hate. I shouldn't have said that. I found. I just started this new trend, new way, called intermediate fasting, and I've lost 21 pounds, which is not the reason that I wanted to do it, but I was told by the doctor in a book that it would eliminate. And reverse diabetes and I've been told there's a, a thousand things on the internet that you can go watch that says oh, your diabetes is gonna reverse and it is lies after lies after lies and it's usually just ways to make money I have products in my arsenal I call it my arsenal that helps um, support normal blood range but I'll be honest with you it it's it's like a band-aid it's a natural band-aid It's better than, you know, the outside source, but is it going to cure you? No, it's not. And for me, I've been looking for a cure. So if I'm told the body heals itself, then that means that's a cure, but you have to help it. So I can take the stuff that I put in my arsenal and and see how that works, but that doesn't cure it because I still got to take it. And I was on, you know, six pills a day, organic stuff, but six pills a day. And now I'm on one pill a day and my blood sugar has actually been normalized. And I say, oh my gosh, if it's been normalized, and according to the doctor, which is an MD, he said after time, then your body will actually heal and you can go back and have something sweet once in a great while. And it won't spike your blood sugars because your body will reset your cells have reset and rebuilt and and you know the dead cells are gone and been flushed out you're detoxing um, fatty liver you know changes I mean it, it, it's incredible so you know I just I think we need to pay attention to our lives at all levels right now because I think the Creator is trying to speak to the people and I mean, broadly around the world and maybe this is you know too but you know uh there's a few people that are going to listen to this and say oh yeah listen
0: wow if if, when you talk this way i I have to remind people of this you're we've been a lot on you reap what you sow which is very biblical um and some people in the layman's terms call it karma but this is what you've been talking about it's basic cause and effect if you poop put poop out of the universe you're gonna get crapped on and to put it literally and graphically and and to my Christian colleagues and friends open your mind because we're talking about the space between the stimulus and the response that's what Mm -hmm. that's what Ronnie and I have been talking about right here space between stimulus and response is the effects of your actions and thinking before it reaches the response, which causes a dramatic change in the response.
1: Well, and it's like if somebody listens to this or listens to something they don't want to hear and they go, oh, my gosh, did you hear that? Yeah, I know. The, I know. The, the fact they're reacting is something. There's something there. You shouldn't be reacting. You know, if somebody has a difference of opinions, you know, if somebody says, oh, I'm voting for Biden, I shouldn't go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe. You know, it's not the way I would vote, but. I shouldn't react and if I'm reacting what's going on in me and most of the time people don't welcome the emotions they they block them Mm -hmm. and when we realize and we embrace our emotions and start looking and paying attention we then can change and when we change that's where everything happens and I realized I'm I'm a guy that doesn't like to change (laughs) I just don't like to change if I have a computer I'm working on, that's the computer. I don't want another computer, you know. And there's other people that go, oh, I can work on any computer. You know, that's, that's the guy I need to be. And I'm just using, you know, cheapo analogies here, but long and the short of it is change is tough for me. And I need to be into the world of change because whether you like it or not, change is coming. It's already happening. Yeah, we're already in the
0: midst. In fact, you know, speaking of the Bible a moment ago, the Bible says at the end of days, which some people think we're at, but the Bible does say that we will have the sins of the leaders exposed. Case closed. Case closed. Yeah, yeah. It's already happened. And we don't need to talk about the more salacious details that are out there in recent past. Just generally speaking, I mean, most Americans don't trust the mainstream media. Most Americans don't trust either political party any farther than they can throw them. That's the operating evidence that I would present to say that there's proof in the fact that everyone is getting exposed for the evil that they have done.
1: Yes, it is a revealing, that's for sure.
0: Ronnie, in the time we have left here, you you, you kind of take this philosophy and, and meld it into your business, get the tea. Let, let's let's kind of transpose this into how your company is a reflection of this philosophy.
1: Well, I like to help people, and you know, I, I'm realizing now I need to help myself a little more. Um, it's it's important for us to help ourselves, mm-hmm. and it's important for us to pay attention. Um, we obviously talked about paying attention today, <laughs> being the moment, being the present. And I love to I love to help people, so the supplements are organic and not and non-gmo which is good for the body because we've been inundated with petroleum products and herbicides and pesticides so this, these are products that really help people and then the spiritual side is you know if you start thinking that these things are really going to rock that truly these are the creator's herbs you're going to have a much more powerful response now the herb's going to work whether you say it doesn't or does it doesn't care about your opinion it just does what it does you know, people, uh, does not work for me? I just, I don't even go there because they already have the attitude. But the fact of the matter is that herb worked no matter what. It doesn't say, oh, this guy doesn't believe in me. I'm not going to go to work today. Doesn't work like that. You know, we work well, like that. I it. would say, yeah, exactly.
0: I was just going to say that the, 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 uh, impact, the functioning of the herb stays the same. The only thing that changes is the receptivity to success that people will block with negative attitudes.
1: Exactly, exactly. The herb is going to do its, you know. And we think, you know, oh, it didn't work for me. It didn't work for my body. Well, yes, it did. It's just your body might be a little more jacked up, and so you're not seeing anything right now because your body's so jacked up. But that's okay. Your body's, you know. It's taking, you know, people have diseases sometimes for 3, four, five, 10, 20 years, and they expect to take a bottle of pills, and it's all good, and they're cured. Never going to happen ever, ever going to happen like that. You have to work for it. You have to pay attention. You have to be in the moment. So all this to say is, and I thought I would do something really cool um, for the people to kind of give them an incentive uh, about the products that I have over at Get the Tea. First of all, the tea is obviously a digestive aid and really helps in cleaning your colon, your digestive tract, so on and so forth. But I wanted to give people a shot you know, because we have our specials and this, you know, this uh, month we have a special on, it's called the Tummy Love, which I, I like naming stuff love. I like that. But the Tummy Love, um, which is G.I. And Ronnie, Ronnie, we
0: got about a minute.
1: Oh, okay. So let me get, I'll, I won't go to the specials. We're just going to go to the special for Dave Hodges all non-sale items and I have sale items going on all the time so you can get a sale item but if you find something that's not on sale guess what for you it's going to be on sale so all non-sale items are 10% off and I'm going to ship them free on my dime oh my just you just got to put Dave in the coupon code this is good till the 10th of next month so you got a little bit of time but you don't have a whole bunch of time so Again, 10% off non-sale items. Anything that you want at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Anything you want that's not on sale, you're going to get 10% off and get free shipping. And you can also put a special in there. It's just your special is not going to get 10% off, So just so you know. Um, But it's, you know, like Allison, oh, my gosh, for immunity, it's great. So that doesn't go on sale very often. So you can go over there and get 10% off of that and get free shipping. Incredible. Four months supply. yippee And
0: you can tell by my tone. <laughs> we are up against the wall. But this is good stuff, and we're also going to run this show. And we'll, folks, we'll put this up if you're listening to this on YouTube. We'll put it up on our website as well, too, with more direct instruction. It'll be easier to follow. And on that note, Ronnie, we got a bit ado. Thanks for joining us. Great stuff as always.
1: Thank you, Dave.
0: Bye-bye.